I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all of Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 10.077 after 10. It is the Mark Aram Show heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang all here. Low T. Chuck, 37 years and one day old. He screens the calls. Longoria, allegedly, on the documentation we are provided, he's 38 years old. Yes. <laughs> I, had a, I went to high school with a kid named uh, Rock Rintharmi. Um, name what? Layoutian, I believe. He, go, he goes, to, he knows the weirdest name. <laughs> yeah. Well, his his first name was Anarok Rintharmi, but we we called him Rock. Like, we, yeah. Yeah. Um, great, like the best soccer player in our school's history. He scored like, whatever, 112 goals senior year. <laughs> he was insane. <laughs> a lot. But I swear to God, he didn't grow from eighth grade to 12th grade. And I used to bust his chops and be like, in 12th grade, I'm like, because he was huge in 12th grade. He was like one of the bigger kids. And I'm like, when I was 13, I'm like, you're 20, aren't you? (laughs) You know, because he came from Laos. Right. I'm like, you just, I'm like, listen, I'm not going to rat on you, but you're totally working the system right here, right? You're 20, but you wanted education. He's like, no, 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 no. Kid didn't grow. He was a great athlete, and and now he looks like he's sixty. So mm. I definitely think he he entered grade school in his twenties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rockford Army. How did I talk about that? Oh, your birthday. Never mind. Yeah, I was talking. I was talking about illegal aliens. His, his, his alleged documentation. My alleged documentation of anchor days. babies. Yeah. I was talking about exactly. anchor babies. Uh, we have a huge show today. Johnny Cabasta with the first Tuesday fast food review as we shift his schedule from Tuesday to Thursday. Uh, breaking news in the fast food world. We learned today. That uh, McDonald's, yeah, they're they're grasping at straws, but this is a good straw that they. What are they doing? Breakfast ever all day. Yes, I here's the thing, how did they not think of that earlier? Because it's obviously a pain in the ass. It's got to be a pain in the ass. Jack in the Box does it. Well, we don't have Jack in the Boxes here, but But they didn't really need that extra revenue stream till now. Well, you would have thought they'd have saw the you know. Saw it coming. Yeah. I mean, they've been losing market share for a while, yeah. and they've been throwing some god-awful things up there to try and get people to can come you, in. Can you find the scene from Big Daddy when they get to McDonald's <laughs> That's... late for breakfast? Okay, hold on. Because you, do, you don't have to play it now. We'll play it later for Johnny Kielbasa. Um, because that used to be the worst, when you'd get to McDonald's and they oh, just terrible. stopped serving breakfast. Yeah. That happened at Chick-fil-A the other day. We sent Veronica Waters out to get some Chick-fil-A, and I guess Chick-fil-A... Stop serving breakfast at 10.30. Yeah. So she goes to the one here on Peachtree, and the, the drive through line is, you know, 14 long. cars oh, long. Yeah. But she's in line before 10.30. Oh, Finally gets no. up to the thing, and she's, they're like, oh, it's 10.39, we stopped serving breakfast. She's like, well, I was in line at 10.30. And they're like, we have some chicken minis left. <laughs> that's, yeah. So no, I, I, uh, I'm sure it is, but... That's been a sore subject because sometimes some of them stay till eleven, yeah. some are ten, some are ten thirty. Exactly. Like you never know unless you know the local McDonald's, exactly. which was worse when you were traveling 
and all you want is like a sausage egg McMuffin exactly. or a McGriddle and you're craving it and you get there That's and you're like, na- nature's laxative right there, a sausage McMuffin. If you're ever backed up. That'll clean you out. <laughs> I tell it to Belinda Skelton all the time. She's yeah. like, Mark, I haven't pooped in nine weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, go get a sausage McMuffin. It, it yes, really um, is. It's, yes. it's nature's laxative. Yes, those and uh, the, the burritos, the breakfast burritos that they have will really yeah. clear If you're out. on the road, a yeah. little, little hint from your Uncle Mark. And you got a, a road trip, and you don't want to make a lot of stops. Don't, don't get the get sausage, sausage muffin, muffin or the burrito. The burritos are really good, though. They're super they are good. I love ninety-nine them, but cents. They're really like Here's I gotta the, be within striking yeah. distance. Yeah, of absolutely. A that's <laughs> that's one of the few times you go inside to eat at McDonald's. <laughs> you get the breakfast burrito, yeah. go inside. Yes. Here's the thing, though. Don't ever open them up. Don't ever unroll oh, a McDonald's yeah. breakfast burrito <laughs> because the egg is. Oh, yeah. They're like little balls of egg. Yeah. It's weird. It's yeah. not not something they made fresh right there. No, I'm little sure little balls weird. of sausage, little balls of egg, and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> Rehydrated yeah. powder. Wrap it back up and eat it. And <laughs> just eat it. It's wrap delicious. it up and eat just it. Just know it's delicious. Don't ask how the sausage is made. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. there's something else I want to say about McDonald's now. All of a sudden, uh, but here here's one thing. All day though, that's gonna be good. I'm gonna like that. I, I think McDonald's gets a lot of slack for um, you know the the less than healthy choices on their meals. Blah blah blah. But they do the greatest public service I think any institution can do. And they, they I don't know how many, there are 14,000 McDonald's in America? A ridiculous amount. That's 14,000 clean public restrooms that we all get to use. It's true. No one's ever going to, you go to the McDonald's, just go to the bathroom and not get anything, no one's going to say anything. Yeah. It's literally like, it they give, they're giving us 14,000 rest stops. You know, you don't feel guilty and be like, oh, let me go get a fries or a, you know, coat. No, just go in and go to the bathroom and get out. That's what so. I always, and that's, that's funny. When I, when you hit those exits and you're looking for a place to go, those golden arches, man, that's not just for French fries and no, hamburgers, man. If you got to use a, a restroom, you know, it's way better than a, a, it's a gas poop station. station. Yeah. It's a poop station is what it is. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the image. So I give McDonald's credit. I want McDonald's to stay in business because that's 14,000 yeah. clean restrooms for you, me, and, and the kids, Russ. Um, I did. I remember when I talked about. You mentioned we're talking about uneven breakfast start, start and stop times. Mm-hmm. Longoria, you said there's an IHOP near you. Like what, Chuck? When I said IHOP, when I say IHOP to you, what do you think about the hours of an IHOP? Oh, I just figured they were twenty four seven. Twenty four seven, right? Yeah. Longoria says no. <laughs> no, there's what? one in there's one in Marietta uh, off of Dallas Highway that's uh, that closes at ten p.m. Uh, Sunday through Thursday, Friday and Saturday. It's open till. I don't know midnight or that's, something like that. That's awful. Like that, even on Friday and Saturday, oh, it's I like thought that the, was the whole thing. I think they make the most money between one a.m. and yeah. ten a.m. Right? Like that's yeah. the, and they have a drive-through, which makes no sense what? to me for an IHOP. An yeah. IHOP drive-through? Yeah, I have I have no idea why. Who calls that. ahead to an order to IHOP. It's in it's in Marietta, west, like closer to Dallas. Okay, like by my by where I live. I'm gonna have to talk with them. Burton Hickory, that area. You got if you're an IHOP, you got to be 24. Yeah, I don't understand that whole area right there. It just shuts down. Shuts down, yeah. Like ten thirty. Everything's. I can't get anything. Denny's would never do that. Down at like, I can't get nothing to eat in that area. I have to travel like <laughs> literally twenty miles to go get something to eat after midnight. It's the worst. On your way home, that too. Yeah, that yeah. must suck for you yeah. leaving here. Oh, at midnight. it sucks. Yeah, there's been times of like craving something. Like well, once I get on that side of town, I'm screwed. You better like, get it in the city. Yeah, there's nothing. Interesting. All right. Um, no surprise here. Um, we are going to talk about food tonight on the Mark Aram Show. I know awesome. that's shocking. So I read this thing. <laughs> On myajc.com. If you guys don't subscribe to myajc.com, by the way, you really should. It's like three cents a day, and you get all this stuff. It's really, really good. Anyway, there's they, there's a story. So Georgia State University, a downtown university, um, you know, a big school, like 
they have a lot of students that go there. It's more of a commuter school, but they do have dorms or whatever. There is a, a food pantry set up for Georgia State University students, which which I had never heard of, but apparently this is becoming a thing where if you're in college and you can't afford food, which we can all relate to, you know, when we were back in school, you oh, could, yeah. it's basically like a soup kitchen for college kids. Well, they're not making stuff for you, but you go in right. and go, all right, give me a can of uh, SpaghettiOs and Beanie Weenie and uh, some green beans. Okay. And the, so they're like people donate to this food pantry and poor college kids can go there and get food to eat, which I... I, I don't have a problem with that. I think it's it's if, if someone's willing to donate the food, why not? I mean, that's fine. Sure. Um, but it kind of like I have problems with this on a lot of levels. Part part of what made us who we are, I think, were the struggles we went through in college. Like, yeah, there's quite often we didn't know where our next meal was coming from, um, and I think that that's a character builder. Figuring all the creative ways to eat ramen. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like really, like really. Yeah, creative absolutely. Ways to eat ramen. So, so part of me is like, well, you know, that's you know, as the wussification of America kind of thing. Like, yeah. These kids don't know, but then I'm thinking also they, they said, uh, you know, it's kind of tucked away because kids are embarrassed to. Oh yeah. Go I, to I, the I, food I, pantry. I can see that. Yeah. Um, I, but again, so I've been thinking about this for the last two hours on, and I really don't have a problem with it. it, it the food's not. People are donating it. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it on that level. I just, you know, I just think that if 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 I didn't go through what I went through from the ages of twenty to twenty two or nineteen to twenty two, right? I wouldn't be where I am today. Oh. Those those three years of having to um, go to school full time, work full time, provide like pay for that formed who I am today. That instilled the work ethic I have and the just the respect of of making your own way in this world. Yeah. If it wasn't for those three years, dude, I don't know where I'd be right now. I really don't. I I, I have no idea. Though that so I think that this might be an easement for kids. You know who? Oh, I don't. I don't have enough money to go to uh, the cafeteria. I'll go get um, a can of baked beans from the food pantry. Um, it, it's good for them at the at, at the in the short term. Sure. But I think if you don't, and again, this is just through my personal experience, but if I had that safety net as a kid when I was 19, 20, 21, if I had the safety net of, oh, I can just, I don't have to work at a bowling alley. I can just go right. get, I can just go get mac and cheese from this thing. <laughs> I, I think it would, I, it would have definitely changed my life for, for the worse. I, I don't think I would have done what I did in life if I didn't have those struggles. Um, so I want to get your general thoughts on that. The fact that, and this isn't a Georgia State, this is a... Oh, it's a, tr- a national trend. Yeah, national trend of of food pantries, aka non non cooking soup kitchens, at college campuses. Your thoughts on that? Um, but obviously, on the Mark Aram show, we're going to mess around. So I want to know: in your poorest times, for us, it was college. For others, it could have been right out of college. Uh, right out of college. Right whatever. College it could be right course. now. Yeah. You know, who knows? You know, it's life's a funny thing. You never oh, know yeah. when when it's going to smack you in the face. At your your most Weakened state, your poorest state. What was your go-to food dish that you that it, it was cheap and it kept you alive? What was the one dish that you made that was bare bones? I can't afford anything else, but this is what I would make, and this is what kept me alive. For me, and this this was 
uh, this started when I was 18 and continued till I was probably 26. This was the meal I had more often than not. I would go to the grocery store and buy whatever pasta was on sale. I wasn't a ramen noodle guy. I don't like the ramen seasoning. I, I never was into that. And you can get, you know, on special, you can get a pound of pasta for like 59 cents or you oh, could yeah, back in yeah, the day. Yeah. You know, you get a three for one or whatever. So you can get a, a pound of pasta for 50 cents. And I couldn't afford tomato sauce. So I would just, I would buy the cheapest butter available, a bottle of garlic salt, mm -hmm. and if I if I was feeling like I was flush, I'd get Parmesan cheese. <laughs> yeah. Quite often, I'd get the Parmesan cheese samples, uh, those little packets. Oh yeah, at, yeah, yeah. at like Pizza Hut. Yeah, <laughs> I'd grab a bunch of those. But that was my go-to. I don't. I, we we called them ghetto meals. I guess that is that what you guys called them. Like, what was what's your ghetto meal? Yeah, we called them trailer park. Meals. Trailer park meal. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, we, we all we, this. We, you we know. Them trailer park so meals. mine was, I'd get the forty-nine cent pound of pasta, boil that up. Throw some butter on it, some garlic salt, and some Parmesan cheese that I took from Pizza Hut. And that sustained me from 18 to 26 when I f actually started making enough money to actually eat. That was <laughs> my go-to ghetto, trailer park, whatever you want to call it, meal. I want to know what yours is because I know there's some creative folks out there. What you did to get yourself through the worst of times. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. I tweeted a link out to that AGC uh, article about the uh, food pantry, too, if you want to read more in depth than that. And I would love to hear from our younger listeners and our older listeners tonight. What are the kids now, 18, 19, 20 years old, what are you eating to get by? And the older folks, maybe some of you uh, lived through the Depression. What was the sustenance meal for you back then? We're going to have some fun tonight. I promise you. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. The crown that be down for whatever. There were few things that's forever. My lady, we can make war or make babies. Back when I was nothing, you made a brother feel like he was something. That's why I'm with you to this day, boo, no front. Mark Aram. I think we really got something in. What do we got? An idea. What idea? An idea for the show. I still don't know what the idea is. It's about nothing. Welcome back to the show, 1026. Mark Aram with you till midnight. Let's hit some phones. Cheap meals. Camille's in McDonough. Camille, welcome to the program. Well, hello. How you doing? Excellent. How are you? I'm all right. Just got home from work. Excellent. Good job. What is, what's on your mind? Um. Well, when we were growing up, we all, my dad always made sure we had food, mm -hmm. but the main food he all, he liked, and we always had plenty of, was rice. You were a rice family? Yes. Okay, yeah, I was a pasta family. We had okay. rice on occasion, but pasta was basically, that was the main grain. I'm, we're, I'm originally from um, southeast Texas, and rice was pretty big out there. What did you put? Did you put anything in the rice, on the rice? Um, sometimes rice and gravy, sometimes um, rice dishes and stuff like that. Yeah. Right, you know, like gumbo and... Oh, okay, um, yeah. So there was there yeah. was some sustenance on top of that. I never saw the rice and gravy thing until I moved to the South. I never knew that was a thing until I moved to Atlanta. I never heard of rice and gravy. It's good. Uh, Anna's in Fayetteville. Anna, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Perfect, brother. Welks, buddy. What's going on? Oh, not much. Hey, listen, about the IHOPs. Yeah. Temple and Peachtree City IHOPs are open... Only twenty four seven on Friday and Saturday. The rest of the day, the, the rest of the week, they close like at ten or eleven. 
So during the weekday, they close at 11, but uh, yeah. Friday through Sunday, they're 24-7. Yeah. All right. That should and be a law, um, though. If I was the like, governor. I think, I think it's like a franchise thing. I think, like, some franchisees choose to close, and then some choose to stay open. I think it's like a volume, like, you know, the Wednesday, the sure. you make, 24-7. Yeah, you make Hang on the second. Hang on the line here. we got to uh, jump away for news, weather, and traffic. Denny's and IHOPs and diners should be 24-7. Oh, yeah, definitely. And Waffle Houses. They are, but... If I was the the governor, I would make that a, a decree. We're going to come back. All of your calls next. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center. For immediate, for immediate breaking news. Severe weather alerts. Or a traffic red alert. Whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate. WSB. Depend on it. This is WSB Health reporter Sabrina Cupid, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. And the CDC confirms he does not have Ebola, although we can't be sure about anything else. Welcome back to the show, 1037, 23 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Everybody's here. Low T. Chuck screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Johnny Kilbasa next hour with a fast food review, breaking fast food news. McDonald's going to start serving breakfast all day long. We'll get the scoop uh, from uh, Insider in the fast food world, Johnny Kilbasa. We're discussing... Food pantries, which are now a pretty common thing, apparently, at college campuses, where if college kids don't have money to eat, and I get that, I've been there, I understand that, they can go and get free food that allegedly or apparently is donated by folks. So if uh, a kid can't afford the cafeteria food, he can go get um, a can of Vienna sausages or... uh, Mac and cheese, Easy Vienna Mac, or, or the best. I've never in my life had one. They're you never had Vienna sausages. No, oh, those are the best. No, yeah, they're good. What do they taste like? I are they pickled? They look pickled. No, no. salty. They're a little salty. Yeah, it's, it's you not know the like best, you know but. the little you know the little um like in a spaghettios when you used to get like the the, the hot dogs in them. I never got you that. Never one. Got, you never got you never in that. Okay. I was a spaghettio purist. Oh, yeah, you never Nothing got it with the, no, no. no hot dogs, no meatballs Nothing. or anything. Straight up spaghetti. And I'll still eat those to this day. Oh, yeah. I'll grab a can of those on Oh, occasion. yeah, just every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. So your thoughts on, on food pantries at college campuses now. And, and think to the poorest time in your life. For a lot of us, it was in school or out of school. It could be right now. What's the one meal that, that provided you sustenance for a little amount of money? My go-to meal was uh, a 49 cent pound of pasta you go you get the spaghetti on sale at the grocery store butter garlic salt and some stolen parmesan cheese from pizza hut that's what i w- that's how i kept myself going what was yours chuck i i i used to make a uh uh um 
tater tot casserole. Yeah, that's nice. fancy. That's yeah, and it, well, I mean, it sounds fancy. It's not. All right, explain. Um, you get the the cheapest bag of tater tots you can find, which okay. you can usually get for a couple of dollars. Sure. Um, I told you that we make tomato. We take can of tomato paste, and dilute add water. it as much as you can, but then add a ton of salt back in there because you dilute it too sure. much to get it done. Um, you could buy Western Family. I don't know if they have Western Family brands now. Generic here. brand? Yeah, it's yeah. basically a generic brand. You'd get Western Family mozzarella cheese. Ooh. The whole thing would cost you maybe 6 or $7, so but basically, you could eat it for tater like- tater tots, tomato sauce, and cheese. Yeah, and, you and bake just it. throw it in the oven. That's fancy. And then if you if you could steal like some oregano packets <laughs> yeah, from, from sure. one of the places you put on there, yeah, and you bake it. But the great thing was, if you did it right- you could on like six bucks. You could feed yourself lunch and dinner for three or four days. Yeah, that's not bad. What about yeah. you, Longo? Um, pack of hot dogs and some bread. Just make hot dogs. Hot dogs and bread. Yeah, you're you're so trying to be American. It's not bun. Yeah, it's a bun. Give us the real. Give us the <laughs> no, real. No, that was thing. it. That was really enchiladas. No, nothing. tortillas. Nothing like that. Hot dogs and bread. Yeah. When I, when I had money, I would go out and get a can of not generic baked beans, like real real good baked beans. Yeah. Hot dogs, and I'd make a big pot of beanie weenie. That's yeah. when I was, you know, I had seven bucks in my pocket. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna eat like a king tonight. Sometimes we would go to, we had a like a cafeteria, like Luby's or what well, mm-hmm. was called Furs, but we would go there and they had an all you can eat and pay like eight bucks, and we take Tupperware and we just keep going <laughs> up, take <laughs> like one bite and throw it in there and then put it in our backpacks and then we had, eat for we the had whole week. a scam at uh, there was a Kentucky Fried Chicken buffet. That opened up, and we would just walk in. We'd bring our own plate and walk in and just sit down, like totally avoid the front counter, and sit down with plate. With bring your own plate and utensils, and you just go up to the buffet and put the chicken on and blah blah. blah, And usually, you have to have someone inside, like you know the Mongolian grills, yeah, yeah. whatever the the Mongolian barbecue. Your Tupperware idea. I forgot we used to do that. We would get as many bowls as you could possibly carry so they'd have to make you this mess and we'd eat what we wanted to and the and rest sh- of it we would put just, in there yeah or a ziploc bag that's, you just kind of dump it in there that's and throw just it wrong in your bag. that's just yeah. wrong that's not wrong oh, that's surviving awesome. going in and stealing kfc <laughs> buffet is fine yeah. but bringing tupperware to all you can eat is wrong all right 404-872-0750 anna was in fayetteville before the news sorry about that anna oh, no, it's cool it's cool but um my go-to meal when i was because i was just out of work for like three years until maybe about two years ago oh wow and I would go to, you can go to the Indian markets, the Indian-Pakistani markets, and if you go, they sell the rice by, like, the 10-pound bags. Okay. And it's, like, depending on the strength of the dollar, sometimes it's, like, $9, sometimes it's as much as... <laughs> depending on the strength of the dollar, okay. Well, because it's, it's they, you know, they buy I, it in their currency. I understand, and they, they I understand. Sense. And what but, did you put on the rice? You couldn't eat just eat rice by itself. Sometimes I would just eat rice by itself, but I would also go to Kroger and get, like, the super cheap... Um, can mushroom, cream of mushroom soup. Okay. And I would and I would put that in the rice, or I get cream of chicken and make like a um like a chickeny gravy kind of rice. Yeah, that works. I I couldn't. I like rice, but I'd have to put something on it. Like that cream of mushroom soup would work. Butter, something. Yeah, I can't just eat dry rice. But rice is very. Uh, listen, billions of people live on it, so obviously they're doing something right. Yeah. Ryan's indicator. Ryan, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hi, Mark. Uh- when I started off in Georgia State, before I got some part-time job, egg sandwiches were my go-to thing. Egg sandwiches? Yes. Buy a loaf of bread for a dollar, get some carton of eggs from Kroger, and it was throughout the whole week. Every day before school, I Could you throw some cheese on there or something? Or? Yeah, sometimes I get Yeah. That, that's not bad. That's cheap, and that's that's very good, actually. 
Um, but that's not as cheap as um, a 49-cent pound of pasta. I mean, you get a pound of food for 49 cents. But, I, yeah, I used to – grilled cheese. I would do grilled cheese. I couldn't afford the eggs, but I would get, you know, get the cheapest bread you can and, you know, maybe a spray can of Pam or if butter was on sale – and then the cheapest cheese, and just make you know as many grilled cheese sandwiches as you could eat at one time. We would take anything, anything in the house if we were starving. Take whatever rice you had. There was always rice. This I forgot about this. And then cook the rice up, let it dry out a little bit, and then anything we could make pat like hamburger patties out of, uh-huh. and then fry them and reheat it. Like anything in the house. I mean, even if it was past expiration, anything <laughs> we thought we could mix with rice and fry it up like on a frying pan. Yeah. Like, we would do that to, to try and, when, you know. When Doug Turnbull started here as an intern, he was the intern with me in the mornings, and I made him make me grilled cheese sandwiches every morning <laughs> in the traffic center. <laughs> oh, in the traffic center? So we, I bought a Foreman grill uh-huh. and a can of Pam, and I had a loaf of bread and Velveeta singles, and every morning I'd make, have him make me two grilled cheese sandwiches <laughs> on the Foreman grill. <laughs> nice. And if he was doing well, I'd say, all right, make yourself one. You can have one, too. Those are uh, good. Yeah. Foreman grilled cheese sandwich is really oh, not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Taylor's in Bethlehem. T-Bone Pickens, what's going on? Not a whole lot. How are y'all? Excellent. Good. So I, I've had my fair share of, of being so poor I couldn't afford the O and the R, so we just call it Po. Um, <laughs> my go-to food that I used to make all the time was just macaroni and a can, toma- can of tomatoes. Macar- so when you say macaroni... I'm talking like elbow macaroni. Okay, so like a 99-cent box of elbow macaroni. Mm-hmm. And you a can of tomatoes? tomatoes? Yeah. That's not, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> it is, well, I mean, it's, it, I grew up on it because, you know, I, my family used to work in the cotton mills in eastern Tennessee. So yeah. Like, we've, we've been used to living off as little as we could. I understand that, but I don't know, the can of tomatoes, I'd rather have, give me that elbow macaroni, but just give me a little butter and some garlic salt. That's the way I would yeah, roll. Yeah, I don't like butter. Uh, yeah, can of tomatoes though. Yeah, can of tomatoes. Yeah, all right, I guess. Uh, listen, to each his own. <laughs> Would you do that, Longoria? It's, I mean, I guess. I mean, it sounds okay. It's like almost like tomato sauce. Almost. Yeah, but not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't it's know. Like a weird kind of tomatoy soup with noodles kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the most creative I've ever gotten was we had absolutely nothing in the house but like a cup of bisquick, some chicken noodle soup. And a bag of frozen vegetables. This is when Victor was a baby. And I turned that into a weird kind of chicken pot pie, and we ate on that for like a week. That's not bad. I so. like that. Here's, a, Do you guys remember, uh, I guess it's Easy Mac? Whatever the Kraft macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah. So it would come in the box, like a rectangular box. Right. And it would have the powder thing in there, and you're supposed to add milk. Yeah, that's a, that's the kind I still buy. So I, but I never had afford could afford milk. Oh no! Or I just wouldn't do it because I knew I'd waste it. I would. There's no way I'd finish a carton of milk. Right. So I would buy if those were on sale, and sometimes they'd be like six boxes for two dollars or something uh-huh. like that. I'd buy them and just throw out the cheese packet and just make the noodles and put butter on them. You know what's really good is to make those noodles, put a little bit of butter, and then just a, a splash of uh, chili powder. Really? Really Look good. At the, he's a gourmet. Yeah. You're a really, ghetto gourmet. Yeah, just a ghetto little, gourmet. If you can fa- Chuck's if you can, making if casseroles. You, yeah. He's got spices. If you, can save, if you can save and get some, get yourself some chili powder, that stuff can go a long way. All right. Would you trade for it or something? <laughs> Maybe. P- traded pelts. Yeah. <laughs> Brett's in Bold Springs. Brett, I, I apologize. I didn't see you on hold there, my friend. That's all right. I didn't get my intro either. Yeah, but you haven't earned that yet, my friend. You know, oh, that come baby on. steps. You I gotta, need the ice cream. You got to call more often. And by the way, Chuck, anytime Brett calls, alert me because he goes he goes to the top of the line. Okay. All, All right. right. Go ahead, Bet. 
right. Uh, so cheat meals, and this is like a deluxe cheat meal, but you can eat like four times off of it for less than six bucks. And that's two cans of turkey chili and a Polska kielbasa. And boil that up and chop it up, and you can eat for like three days off of it. So you get a big kielbasa mm-hmm. and mix it in with two things of turkey chili. Yeah. How much is that? Forgive me, I've never bought a can of turkey chili. What's that run you? Well, Hornmel, it's gone up. It's a buck eighty to a Walmart now. And how much do you get in there? It's uh, with a six ounce can or whatever it is. All right. So you get a pound of food for a buck sixty two. That's pretty good. And then, and then it, you, you can get the kielbasa for two fifty at Walmart sometimes. All right. That's, so that's that, good. I like that's fancy. Yeah, that's Chuckish. Yeah. Ste- stepping outside the box. It's better than beanie weenies. No, beanie weenies. Can wear a monocle while you eat it. Beanie weenies good. I remember when we were in college. We would throw a party at our house, you know, and like charge five bucks, and you get a cup or whatever, and you get a. And that was like we the only time we'd ever make money, and we'd have cash, and we'd go out. We were so protein deprived. My buddy Raven and I would buy like three pounds of ground beef, and just bring it home and fry it and eat it out of the pan because we, we hadn't had protein in so long. We just we're like literally over the sink out of a frying pan, just eating ground beef with a fork. We used to I, was get those. So, I was so broke once. I had uh, a, a loaf of bread, creamy peanut butter, and those little tiny marshmallows, and I ate peanut butter and marshmallow sandwiches for like five days. That's like a poor man's fluffer nutter. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. All right, Brett Preach, buddy. Fantastic. Welks, man. No, I was just gonna say we used to buy those. You know the big tubes of like it's like twenty five seventy five. The, the ground beef that's like 25% yes. fat yeah, yeah. that shrinks down <laughs> to the size of like a double quarter pounder at best. We used to buy that stuff all the time when we, because that's the only hamburger we can yeah. afford. And we would slightly undercook it just so it wouldn't shrink Wouldn't so shrink much. too much, yeah. 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 That was, those were, I mean, when you had, you had 30 bucks in your pocket, you go straight to Price Chopper, which yeah. is the, the supermarket. Give me the cheapest, biggest packet of ground beef you can. And we wouldn't, we wouldn't even put it on plates. No. We eat, eat it right, it right out of it. I'm like, oh, meat, protein. <laughs> oh, what's this nice. protein? It tastes so good. Uh, Brian's in Monroe. Brian, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark, how are you? What's up, brother? Hey, not much. Uh, back in the college days, in the early 70s, our uh, go-to was actually kind of a treat was uh, Dinty Moore canned beef stew. Oh, Dinty Moore beef stew. Yeah. yeah, you could buy a big can for about a buck and then uh, cheap white bread. And we heat it up and put that it... That was a treat, like, yeah. Yeah, like open-faced roast beef sandwiches. Here's the deal. Um, actually cheaper than the Dinty Moore beef stew, which is tough to believe, because that's as pretty cheap as you can get for a canned good. You could get generic corned beef hash was like 12 cents cheaper than the Dinty Moore stew. Mm-hmm. And you could mix the two together. So you get a Dinty Moore stew and a bottle of generic or a can of generic corned beef hash. And make make your own little uh, I don't know what you'd call that hashy stew stewy hash. <laughs> Ken's in Kennesaw, formerly of Morrow. Hello, Kenneth. Ah, you still remember? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, I, this is a story. This is like as a kid. I actually have two different ones, but as a kid, my mom and uh, we were kind of latchkey kids, you know. So me and my sister, we rode our bicycles to school. They gave us two dollars each every day. Mm-hmm. And then after school, we would ride up to this little store, uh, kind of a grocery store, kind of a convenience store or whatever, and we would buy a 40-cent pack of generic macaroni and cheese okay, and a dollar of hot dogs. You mix the two, mac and cheese and hot dogs? 
Oh, heck yeah. Like in a bowl together, not eating a hot dog and with a mac and cheese side. No, 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 no. We would cut the hot dogs up into little pieces, fry them, and then throw all that into the macaroni and cheese. Interesting. So it was like mac and, mac and dog. You were ahead of your time, because now everyone's putting stuff in mac and cheese. Bacon mac and cheese, lobster mac and cheese. Kenneth was ahead. Hot dog mac and cheese. I'm a purist. I don't want anything in my mac and cheese, except more mac and cheese. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. At the poorest time of your life, what was the one cheap go-to meal that got you by? On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. If your knowledge were your wealth, then it would be well earned. And we were made in his image, then call us by our names. Most intellects do not believe in God, but they fear us just the same. This is Judd Hickenbotham from Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. He was the runner-up to be my son's godfather, so he's got that going for him. 10.53, 7 in front of 11. Mark Aram with you till midnight. Johnny Kilbasa next hour with uh, breaking fast food news. McDonald's going to be serving breakfast all day. We got uh, tickets to give away as well, so uh, we got a bunch of stuff to do. Uh, Larry's in Lilburn. Larry, welcome to the program. Uh, um, I, all your other listeners have, have seem to be pretty young, and I'm probably the first uh, real elderly person. But when I was a kid, uh, we could anything in a can <clears throat> we could get for for ten cents, really. And but our staple food that we actually requested was just sweet milk gravy and and biscuits, really. Gravy and, and biscuits—that's not bad. How, if you don't mind me asking, Larry, how old are you? I'm 79. 79. So you were born in 1937. All right. So you were post, well, you were a baby during the Depression, basically. I was, but my dad um, lost his job right after the Depression or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, it was still time. Times uh, are tough. Hard times, really. Yeah. You could go out to the farmer's market, though, uh, the state farmer's market out in Forest Park, and you could drive down, and I remember my mom uh, buying watermelons. Then you could get them for for everybody had them for four dollar or twenty five cents a piece. But she would hold out for five or four dollar, really. So she get that's and they, like big watermelons too, not the little ones. Big, no, big watermelons and a bushel of peaches. I don't remember how much they were, but she'd can those peaches and and different uh, vegetables, uh, fruits and vegetables like that. Now, as you as you got older and and you know were trying to get your your financial stability cooking, um, when you were a single guy, Larry, what what were you making at home? Um, gosh, uh, <laughs> uh, actually, I worked in a, a drugstore uh, as a soda jerk. We call it, uh-huh. called, and, and you know we had our own pimento cheese and uh, egg salad and things like that that we made that's the i mean if you're poor in college that's the greatest thing to do or poor period work at somewhere that serves food i worked at the bowling alley snack bar was open house i could eat whatever i wanted worked at an italian restaurant give me pizza give me pasta it was you know it's a nice supplement to your uh, income russ incoming hang on one second russ, russ there we go. come here a minute i want to talk to you what's going on russell hey buddy you know, actually, believe it or not, a year ago, my family p- played a big joke on me, and they kicked me out of the house, and I was homeless. That's, that's how I that's found not, you guys. That's not yeah, a big I, joke. I was, I was living in my car, and the only thing you have to do is listen to the radio. That's how I found your show. 
Wow. But you're, you've yeah. got a roof over your head now. You've got the van, oh, I know. I'm back in the big house you got now. got the turtle. But, yeah, that's right. Well, that's <laughs> at the lake house. But, um, yeah, I was eating stuff like, uh, you know, I go to Wendy's Burger King because they give you a free drink. And, I, you know, you get a Whopper Junior for two bucks, and they give you a free iced tea. How, what do you um, mean they give you a free drink? They've, I've never well, got a free if, drink. If you're senior, oh, uh, okay. they, don't, they don't ask your age. I'm 52. You got that gray they, hair uh, going, though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They, you know, they you just say senior drink, and they don't they don't charge you anything. They just <laughs> I'm going to try that up. tomorrow. Senior drink. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also at uh, Steak and Shake, they had um, uh, all-you-can-eat pancakes for uh, like two ninety nine in the morning. So yeah. I we had a McDonald's yeah. in uh, college that had all-you-can-eat pancakes for 99 cents on oh, Sunday mornings. Oh, wow. That's great. That was the only reason we'd get up on Sunday mornings is to go oh, yeah. and get all-you-can-eat pancakes at McDonald's. We used to do that with McDonald's when they had like 65 cent hamburgers or 99 cent. Yeah. We'd take every dime we could find and then just put it back and then just eat a few, but then keep them in the refrigerator like in our dorm room. My mom used to do that. So there would be like one weekend a year, Russ, when um, like they would they would roll back the cheeseburger and hamburger prices at McDonald's. So you'd get them for like a, a burger would be 29 cents and a cheeseburger would be 39 cents. I remember wow. my mom buying sacks of them and putting them in the freezer. And we'd we'd reheat them. This is before microwaves. You know, you'd have to pull it out of the freezer oh, wow. and put it in the oven. Um, but yeah, we would stock up on those uh, on the cheap on the cheap burgers. Well, I'm glad you're uh, you, you're back in the big house, Russ. Well, you know the funny thing is too. Now you know what I eat: TV dinners. I love TV dinners. Like Swanson's, just, fried I, chicken, turkey, I and gravy. A, yeah, I get those uh, Marie calendars. Oh, that's not a TV dinner. That's a frozen dinner. TV dinners, Swanson with the. Turkey and gravy and the fried chicken. I used to survive chicken. on those. Those were some of the times when my expensive yeah. meals was a Swanson TV dinner. Little known fact, a Swanson TV dinner has 9,000% of your daily sodium. It is. But it's so delicious. Oh, it's, that's what All makes right, it speaking good. of delicious, Jay Griff, news, weather, and traffic. More of your calls next. This is The Mark Aram Show. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opre ski scene and award winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com.